0: Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talks podcast. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. And on this week's midweek mini episode, we are going to talk about the five questions that you should ask in a relationship on a regular basis to help maintain the health, connection, and intimacy that you are wanting in your relationship. So uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is recently I was speaking at a conference and I was talking about intimacy and this question actually came up. Uh, one of the guys that was that was there that was listening to my talk, uh, he asked, you know, what questions can I ask my partner on a regular basis to make sure that the relationship is actually in a healthy place? Uh, because in the past, he had been in a marriage, and out of nowhere, she asked for divorce. And he said, I was so caught off guard because I thought that the relationship was going really, really well. I thought that everything was okay, but I had no idea that she was so unhappy. And I guess I hadn't picked up on the signs. And obviously, you know, there's, there's a communication breakdown that's, that's very apparent in there, but there is. Uh, some some simple things that we can do to connect with our partner on either a daily, weekly, or monthly basis that will allow us to still feel connected to them and for them to feel like we really appreciate and are interested in what's going on in our lives. And let's face it, our lives are more and more complex and busy than ever. And so it's really challenging for us to feel connected sometimes when we're working 12 hours a day and we have social functions on the weekend and all of a sudden, you know, we've hardly seen or spent any real quality time with our partners. So these are a few simple things, a few simple questions that we can ask in our partnership on a regular basis to make sure that things are still, things are still connected, things are still healthy. So the very first question where I want to start with is when your partner gets home from work, this can be a really heightened time. This is where I I see and hear a lot of couples fight uh, is when they first get home from work because somebody will have been home from work for a while. They've decompressed. You know, they've kind of like let go of some of the stuff that's happened during the day. Uh, and then their partner comes home and immediately they're like right into it, you know, asking them what they want for dinner or how their day went or whatever it is, but they're right there, there's no space. And so when you come home from work, so the the question is, when you come home from work, what can I do or say that will help you feel the most loved and taken care of? So when you come home from work, what can I do or say that will help you feel the most loved and taken care of? And the reason that this is important is oftentimes we approach the situation of when our partner comes home from work the same way that we would want to be uh, approach. And so maybe you're the type of person that lets it all go in the car or on the ride home from work. You can just let it go and it's no big deal. But maybe your partner needs some space to decompress. Maybe they need physical touch when they walk in the door. Maybe they need 10 minutes to just vent about the BS that's happening in the workspace without any solutions offered or anything to just sort of let it out and vent and and decompress from from the day. So starting to understand what your partner needs in that space and communicate what you need is incredibly important. Uh, the second thing that we're going to look at is the, the question of what are the main stressors in your life right now? What are the main stressors in your life right now? And is there any way that I can support or alleviate these stresses? So this is important because oftentimes we... Perceive knowing. We like to, we like to know what's going on in our partners' lives. And so the things that we think they might be stressed out about might actually not be an issue at all. And they might be really stressed about something else. So we might have the perception that our partners stress out about an upcoming business meeting when in reality what they're really stressed out about is a financial situation or a situation that's happening with their parents or a certain family member. And that's weighing on them and we, we don't even know. So when we check in in this way, we are open-minded to the fact that we might not know specifically what's going on inside of our partner's mind, what's causing them anxiety and stress. And we're opening it up to give them the support that they're looking for. So that's question number two. Number three And this is a great question. And I'm just going to preface this with number three, you might need to brace yourself for because there might be a a surprising response. So number three is, uh, is there anything that I've personally done in the past week that has unknowingly hurt you? Is there anything that I've done in the past week that has unknowingly hurt you? And the reason why this is so important is because oftentimes you know, we, while we're very self-aware of our behaviors, we may have done, said something in passing um, that has really hurt our partner that has either started to create resentment or just has not gone, uh, or has gone unresolved. And so it's extremely important for us to bring these things up, to to pull them out from underneath the proverbial rug and to be able to connect with our partner in a way that allows allows them the space to communicate what they may not have addressed. So oftentimes these little resentments, these like little digs that maybe have happened or these moments that have happened between us and our partner can start to create space. And as they go on uncommunicated and unresolved, they start to build up. And so all of a sudden these little things that may not have been anything in the beginning of a relationship start to build up into these major challenges and problems. And so when they do express, and this is really important, when they do express Um, something that you did to something that you did that maybe hurt them or or, um, upset them in some way, you need to be able to create the space for them to communicate that without getting defensive. And so if you're going to ask this question, it is so freaking important that you don't launch an attack or launch into being defensive. Because if you are listening this question, you are creating the space for them to just be heard. Nothing else. No solution. No attack. No defense. No excuses. Just hear them out and thank them. Thank them at the end for being honest and being open with what they brought forward. Question number four. Now this is a juicy one. And this is this is one that's going to open up a a good dialogue around intimacy. And the question is, how you felt about our sex life lately? <laughs> how have you felt about our sex life lately? And this is probably something that you will want to dive into, maybe on a monthly basis, depending on how sexually active you are and how connected you and your partner are. So, you know, one of the main differences uh, between your intimate partner and pretty much every other, you know, relationship that you have in your life uh, is is that you have sex with your partner. You have sex with your uh, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend. And and it's important for us to check in with this side of the relationship because sex is obviously an important part of our relationship dynamic. And asking your partner about their level of satisfaction or happiness with your recent sex life is extremely important. Now, this is another space where it can be easy for the person asking to get offended, to get defensive, to launch in the attack if the answer isn't what they want to hear. So if you're sitting there and you ask your your partner the question of, hey, listen, how has our sex life been lately? And you're expecting them to say, great, it's a 10 out of 10. It's absolutely amazing. I couldn't be happier. I don't want anything else in our relationship. And they say, you know what? Actually, it's been a little lackluster. I feel like we haven't had enough sex lately. You know, I'd love to spice things up a little bit and you launch into an attack or you get defensive it's they're they're going to shut down even more and so it's very important in this space that when you do ask the question that you are creating the space for them to acknowledge and bring forward any major challenges that they have seen within the relationship and it's very important that that you honor and validate their experience because you are asking for and eliciting their experience. So um, whatever their experience is, take the perspective that they are, uh, that they're telling you the truth about their experience and then validate their experience. And this can be one of the most connective pieces, regardless of what they're asking for, regardless of what they're saying in your, you know, about your sex life together, just validate that experience and come from a space of openness to being better and the final question, the final question that, uh, that I think is, is one of the most powerful questions is to open up the space about the future. And so the question that I would like to leave you with is what is one thing that you're really excited about in our future? And the reason why this is such a great question is that it ends off. On a high note in positive psychology, this is called peak end theory, peak end theory. And in peak end theory, they talk about how, how you end a conversation, how you end a meeting, how you end an interaction is the, is the emotional state that becomes the dominant emotion when that memory is brought back up. So if your partner a week later thinks about this conversation and it ended off on a really great high note, they're going to look back fondly on that conversation. So what are you most excited about in our future? And that should be something that's in the relationship. Maybe it's a vacation you're going on. Maybe it's a date night that you have coming up. Um, you know, maybe it's a, a special moment that's, that's happening in the future. And if there isn't anything excited, exciting that's coming up in the future, then take that opportunity to create it. You know, if they're like, you know what? Honestly, I, do, I can't see anything exciting that's happening in the future. We don't have anything planned. Take that as an opportunity to schedule a date night and say, you know what, you're absolutely right. Let's schedule a date night for a week from tonight or whenever is best for your schedule. And you take the initiative to plan it for them, for you. And that can be one of the most exciting things that you can get out of this conversation. So I hope that this is beneficial for you. I hope that this helps. I know that some of these questions uh, might be a bit confronting, but if you are as committed to having a healthy relationship as you are to having a successful business or career, then these questions are going to go a long way in supporting you with your relationship. So I would love to hear how this landed for you. Feel free to email me, uh, info at or you can hit me up through any social media channel. Don't forget to man it forward, uh, share this podcast episode with one of your friends or somebody you think could definitely use this. Maybe you're going to share this with your partner so that uh, they can prep these questions as well and you can go through them together. It's a definitely a great exercise. Uh, and until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.